재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This edition of Wait What is kind of our special hat tip to Chuseok. It's a time when families come together and you often get a chance to interface with the elder generations and learn how Korea was in yesteryear. We from a comedic or a comedy standpoint, are going to talk a little bit about some of the legendary voices that have made Koreans laugh over the air. And I'm going to get a little bit of an education from Che Jong-yoon, who joins us every week. Hey, Jong-yoon. Hi, Kurt. So, you know, um, comedians that have been funny in the past and uh, who knows, could make a comeback someday. Where should we start? Uh, so before I start mentioning some of the, the main characters, um, Korean comedians started to appear on TV in 1969. Mm. So that's when the, the comedic actors started to appear on TV. And that's when the fad started where uh, funny people on TV could be popular and have shows off TV. But then um, most of these comedians in their 70s and 80s unfortunately passed away um, in the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. So now we are left with comedians with 40 years, uh, roughly 40 years of career. Uh-huh. So um, today I'd like to mention some of the... Um, some some of, the, of them. Yeah. When Koreans first started uh, hitting TV in the late 60s, like you said, and in the 70s, what was sort of the genre? I mean, as early as the, the 50s, we had comedians like Lucille Ball mm-hmm. and whatnot and uh, Jackie Gleason in sitcoms, very yes. heavily structured mm-hmm. sitcoms. Was that the case in Korea? Um, we had uh, comedians who would do like a um, conversational joke, mm-hmm. like two guys would appear and they would go back and forth making jokes. Uh-huh. But it it would never be one person or rarely be one person. It like an Abbott and Costello yes. kind of who's on first type of yeah, setup. Like a duo. A duo. Mm-hmm. All right. So hit me with some names and some history. Yes. And um, these are comedians from the 80s where they call the golden age of Korean comedy. Uh-huh. Uh, towards the end of 80s, we see a lot of um, talented, very funny comedians popping up. And the first one I'd like to talk about is Shim hyung Ne. And he debuted in 1982 by winning a comedy contest. Mm-hmm. And he's very famous for his slapstick and sketch comedies. And, physical comedy. Yeah, physical comedy. Mm. And his most famous character is Younggu. And I think probably uh, Koreans in their 40s and up, 30s and up, would all remember Younggu because he was one of the most popular characters of the oh, really? 90s. Yes. So what, what was Younggu like? So Younggu was uh, kind of the village dimwit kind of character. <laughs> and he would ask silly questions, do silly stuff around village. And he had this catchphrase where he goes, Younggu up, the... Where he would kind of think that he's hiding and somebody cannot see him, but everyone can see him. <laughs> What was the catchphrase again? Younggu <laughs> opta. So, opta. Uh, yeah, Younggu is not here. Yeah, and then he would make, make a surprise uh-huh. kind of entrance. Uh-huh. And he became the central character of this hugely popular movie franchise called Younggu at Dengchiri. And Dengchiri is the name of the dog that's kind of his sidekick. But unfortunately, in this movie series, you rarely see the dog. So I think that's the limitation of um, animal acting, I yeah, guess. Yeah. So Younggu is kind of unexpected hero in this series, where in this small village, um, we see a lot of monsters who would move uh, as imposter, like posing themselves as normal people. But at night, they are trying to suck off the energy of the village people and then <laughs> yeah, and then do crazy stuff. And Younggu is uh, almost saving the day, I'll bet. I've never seen Younggu, but mm-hmm. Younggu... I'll bet he's uh, saving the day in spite of himself, right? Exactly. You know, kind of stumbling his way Mm -hmm. towards being a hero. Yep. And uh, he's characterized by really like ruffled up hair. And he wears this 
Korean traditional hanbok, but it's always like not orderly. Yes. <laughs> and wearing kind of a blue vest. So that's his look. So it's a little bit of a country bumpkin kind of character, traditional Absolutely. clothing yep. and out in the sticks. This mm-hmm. is not a city centric or a soul based mm-hmm. character. This is somebody out near the rice. You know, yes. and out in the countryside. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Yonggu's t h a n k c h i r i series was so beloved that it even beat out like Indiana Jones series in really? Korea. In Korea, yes. Yonggu beats out Harrison Ford. Exactly in, the, in, in the 1990, peak of the 80s. I believe. Yeah, okay. uh, 1990. Yeah, it had 430,000 um, viewers or. or Audiences, which is huge at that time. We need Yonggu to come back, I think. Yeah, I think he tried to make a comeback, but maybe he's too <laughs> old for that. Yeah. Um, and Shim Young-nae had an interesting career after Yonggu because he always expressed his love for dragons and dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And he goes on to direct a movie by himself. And it was called The Tyrannus Claw. The Tyrannus Claw. Tyrannos Claw? Yeah, Tyrannos Claw. Tyrannos Claw. Okay. And it was a a traditional monster movie where he would try to fight off the the monstrous dinosaur who made a comeback to the modern age. Uh And he would always play on this theme. So he would, again, direct a movie in 2001 called Yungari. Have you heard of Yungari? Yungari. Yep. No, not really. Um, this is another monster character, but actually Yungari first appeared in 1970, oh, 1967, um, in a Korean monster film. And Shim Young-le took this character and then made him into a central character to his movie. Oh, really? So it's like a monster character. Yeah, it's uh, heavily inspired by Godzilla. Godzilla. Gari, mm-hmm. this Gari thing, because mm-hmm. famously, mm-hmm. the North Korean mm-hmm. uh, monster movie, Pulgasari. Oh. Have you heard of that? Oh, no, I haven't. Uh, what's the name of the uh, kidnapped film director? Uh, Remember him? Shin? Yeah. Oh, it, it eludes me at the mm-hmm. moment, but the North Koreans took him, kidnapped mm-hmm. him, and made him make a oh, Godzilla-style wow. movie named Pulgasari. Mm-hmm. The reason I mention that is because of this Ari thing. This mm-hmm. Ari suffix mm-hmm. seems to have something to do with oversized mm-hmm. monsters. So a flop of a monster film. Yeah, but it was a big box office flop. <laughs> so, um, and then he uh, kind of dabbled at uh, making like an en- entertainment company of his own. Uh, but he's making a comeback to the stage uh, as of right now. So these days, um, I hear him often on major radio shows because he's promoting his new show um, mm-hmm. that he's doing right now until um, beginning of October. And it's in a traditional form of Korean outdoor uh, play, Madang Nori. And it's kind of a modern take on Shim Chongjeon. And he's playing uh, one of the sly main character in that show. Very cool. Just FYI, Shin Sang Wook was the um, director oh, yeah, that was right. kidnapped. Mm-hmm. With his, his wife, wife right? Yeah. They just, I think they just came out with a documentary on mm. that. Oh, uh, wow. Pulgasari uh, mm. was the sort of... awkward uh, mm. Godzilla knockoff. I see. <laughs> And it has a cult following that mm. film. Back to uh, Shim Hyung-rae. Mm-hmm. It sounds like his life would make a really interesting Korean biopic. Maybe, yes. You could almost yeah. do a movie, mm-hmm. almost like a, um, <laughs> you know, an Ed... You know the movie where they, uh, the bad movie, the director of uh, Plan 9 from Outer Space, Ed Wood, mm. uh, they did a biopic about him. Mm. You could do a sort of an affectionate treatment of uh, Shim Hyung-rae's life as, yep. a, as a story of the story of comedy in Korea. I think so. You know? Yep. And let's move on to the next person I'd like to introduce. Mm-hmm. Uh, next person is not a comedian full-time, so he's more like a comedic writer, but his name is Jeon Yu-sung. 
Mm-hmm. And he's 69 years old. And he's actually the person who coined in the term kegumen in Korea. Ah, kegumen. Mm. Yep. And females are called kegumen. But I see these days that we are kind of um, trying to use comedian as a term to describe everyone who's in the, the comedy business. Koreans actually say comedian now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's evolved from kegumen. Yes. Kegumen. Mm-hmm, yeah. So slowly evolving, but it's still there. So he uh, debuted in 1940, uh, 1969, so when he was 20 years old. He was hired as a committee writer for uh, network television. And he was behind a lot of uh, very famous sketch comedy series. And sometimes he would appear on TV, but in more like a stand-up format, not like a slapstick or sketch comedy actor. Well, I know you're involved in stand-up. <laughs> yes. um, how's that going, by the way? Are you getting um, better and better and more confident? It's getting better and better. And interestingly, uh, Jeon Yoo-sung, the committee writer we are talking about, mm. he, he came by a couple of times. No way! Yeah, because is- he's very interested. Mm-hmm. And how old is he now, roughly? He's uh, 69 years old. Okay. And he would uh, try to give like uh, joke ideas, try to punch up our jokes. So he's actually very happy to see uh, this form of comedy blossom in Korea. What people find funny is so interesting. To I me, know. You know. And it evolves and it changes. And, and it's, it's the trigger to mm-hmm. all of your cultural sort of biases, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, so, Tun Yusong, you yep. had some comedy coaching from him. Yes. Is he still in the game? Um, he does do the coaching actually full time. So, he's not in Seoul. He lives in Cheongdo, which is in the North Gyeongsang province. And uh, he has some projects there. He has a comedic theater where he trains comedic actors and comedians um, and it's called Cholkabang which means steel container where the, the Chinese food delivery guys would carry on their uh, scooters yeah on scooters yeah. have you seen them I, I've seen the modern version of mm, them. Yeah, the, yeah, modern the version. old fashioned ones yeah. are just big old metal boxes. Exactly. Right? And they, they ride the scooter as they carry it in their own one hand, right? Oh. And so it was, I think it's the nod to, to that tradition because the whole, um, theater is in the shape of the steel container and it's called Cholkabang. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So he's a quirky character. And yeah. I think these kind of choices kind of, uh, showcases his, uh, his unique characteristics. Yeah. I'd love to, to mm-hmm. he's getting more and more interesting to me all the time. Mm-hmm. In fact, both of these mm-hmm. comedians sound interesting just as human profiles. Mm-hmm. You could almost do like little, little vignettes on them, you know? Mm-hmm. And, Where are we going next? Uh, another person is Lee hong And he also um, enjoyed some height of his popularity in 1990s. And he's famous for his large nostril. Oh, really? yeah, and kind of beloved nickname for him was Benko. Benko. Yeah. I understand ko. That's a, yeah. you know, um, mm-hmm. nose. Mm-hmm. What's the first part of that? I don't really know where bang comes from, but I think uh, it, it just has that twang in the it sound. It just sounds yeah, like a... Yeah, and kind of describes how large his nostril is. So <laughs> he used to like put in a 501 coin in his nose like back and forth. <laughs> so that was so just kind of... So it would flat up his nostril like that? Yeah, and then pull it back out. Yeah. Up and around the other side? Uh, no, not like that. Oh, but, okay. yeah, just Because that would have been really impressive. Oh, yeah, that would be, yeah, that would be disturbing to watch. Yeah. Uh, but he was beloved and, um, and he did a lot of emceeing, um, some sketch comedy acting. And then he kind of went away. Um, I think he did some kind of side projects, but he was back and forth from United States and Korea. But now he's doing, um, some stage shows this year. All of these older comedians, mm-hmm. Uh, seem to have, from my 
listening as a, as a, a foreigner, mm. very old-fashioned sounding names. I've yeah. never encountered some of these names like Hong r i o l That's a name I've never heard. You know? Yeah, you rarely see these kind of names. Hyung r e Do you say Hyung r e or Hyung Ne? Hyung uh, Ne. Hong Yong Ne, and then Yu Song. I've never, mm-hmm. yeah, very rarely uh, even heard those names in the mm-hmm. first place. Yeah. So I think it's interesting that this time they're uh, making a comeback on stage and meeting with their audience and um, being active as a comedian with 30 years and 40 years of career. Mm-hmm. It's uh, really nice to see that as a kind of aspiring comedian in Korea. I wonder if there's, I'd have to do some research. I wonder if there's a documentary about uh, sort of the evolution of comedy mm. in Korea. Yeah, oh, I would South absolutely Korea. need to look into that. That would be very cool, wouldn't mm-hmm. it? You know, yeah. um, and y- y- there's a lot of meta comedy mm. on the air on some of the on-demand services in, in the U.S. and in the West, mm. like, you know, comedians in cars getting coffee. Oh, I love that series. Talking funny, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. where they sit around a coffee table. Yeah. It's just top, top, top comedians mm. talking about how they made comedy. Yeah. Um, I wonder if you got some of these old guys together in Korea. Oh, I would love that. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. And they could just sit and talk for an hour over mixed coffee or whatever they want to drink. Have them appear on YouTube, right? You could make a channel out of it. You really could. Any other comedians we want to identify? Uh, last one I'd like to talk about is Shin Dong-yup. He's relatively young compared to these guys, but he was absolutely uh, the t- top comedian of the 90s and early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was really popular from this one sitcom from the 90s. And then after that, he never really did uh, a major acting. He was always the MC. He did some sketch comedy. He did uh, the Korean SNL. But he never did um, the comedic acting that he got his... popularity from originally oh, yeah? and now he's um, making a return to the, the TV drama series where he plays a character loosely based on himself but he's um, doing a normal acting there's no last track in this show based on himself in the present time Or in the, you know, the startup time when he was on television? Um, in the present time. Okay. And he plays a character, uh, same name. So, so he, Shin Dong-yup plays Shin Dong-yup. Um, it's a little bit based on himself, but not entirely. So uh, it's a, a former com- comedian who was... really popular and uh, kind of dabbled at some business uh-huh. and lost a lot of money and has a lot of debt. So he's kind of chased from the bank and, and then he goes into this kind of obscure little village mm-hmm. and kind of get to know people around that town. RPD leaves me a little note that says he's an A-list MC now, apparently. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's in demand as a mm-hmm. uh, host. Of, I guess that's a second life for mm-hmm. all, you know, dramatic actors mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, comedians. Mm-hmm. You can always um, be a host on one of these variety shows yeah. on the networks. Well, you've given me some names to uh, go to the search engine with and look for some sample videos. The history of a genre is interesting to me, and I'd love to see how uh, comedy took shape in sort of a documentary form here in Korea. I guess I will see you again soon, Jung-yoon. Thanks for coming in. Thank you so much.